This is the John Oakley Show podcast. And away we go. Topics worthy of discussion. The 2019 edition on this Wednesday afternoon, which makes it significant if you're scoring at home. Joining me in the studio is our friend Anthony Fury, Sun Post Media columnist and national comment editor. Anthony, good Made afternoon. Big, big New Year's resolution this year, John. What's that? You know how I put up with hardly any BS last year? Zero. Zero this year. Zero That's tongue. my promise to you, sir. Wow. Okay, well, have a good afternoon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Dan Moulton, consultant at Crestview Strategy, a public affairs agency, and a former advisor in the McGinty and Wynn governments. How's Dan? I'm doing well, John. Happy 2019. And to you, too. And Dave Sparrow, the president of ACTRA, uh, the union representing performers across Canada. He's also run in uh, Toronto's municipal election back in 2014. How's the Sparrow? He's uh, doing well and. 2019, it's going to take a bit of an update, but my resolution for 2019 will be 1080p. <laughs> oh, okay. Just so you know, that's for you techies out there. Did you want to explain it for all of us uh, who are not as enlightened? It's I, I kind of got it. a resolution on a television. <laughs> oh, 1080p. I see where you're going with that. It's going to add more clarity. It's going to be wow. a brighter year. About it's going to be in HD. <laughs> Yes, well, I'm a little behind the times. I'm much older than you are. You know, frankly, I'm surprised I'm still here in 2019. I lived through Y2K. I thought wow. we'd be undone by now. Okay, uh, well, here's another very updated uh, tech uh Terminology, you are the beta male on the uh, panel here this afternoon. Excellent. <laughs> I, I, I also am 8-track. <laughs> you are 8-track. All right. Uh, let me just uh, change gears here and actually get down to a topic worthy of discussion. How about our friend? You know, here's a guy who's on the panel periodically. He's the CEO of the Ontario Chamber of Commerce, Rocco Rossi. And uh, on New Year's Eve, while celebrating, I want to put that in full context, uh, I guess he decided to take a snapshot of uh, champagne and caviar, and he tweets out uh, that this is uh, celebrating New Year's the one percenter way, let them eat cake. And the blowback came shortly thereafter uh, from <laughs> folks who said this was tone deaf and sensitive as a... The head of the CEO, uh, the Chamber of Commerce, you know, a pro-business lobby who supported, you know, ca- curbing the uh, minimum wage at 14 bucks. Some critics are saying satirical. This is not satirical. Uh, for all the hardworking people who just wanted the extra dollar an hour they deserve to help put a roof over their head and food on their kid's plate, and yada, yada, yada. So, Anthony, uh, was he offside to do this? Has somebody sort of lost the spirit of uh, <laughs> the moment? Or what's what's going on? Yada, yada, yada's right. What a yawn here. I mean, you know, every day people are saying a whole bunch of things that if you want to... I just remember, with the Salman Rushdie book, nobody cared about the book. No one read it. But someone decided... We're going to make a fuss out of this guy. We're going to make an example. So some some NDP influencer decided, oh, here's some thing Rocco put, some joke or some whatever. It, didn't, it wasn't his best material or whatnot. He's not even big on social media. They said, we're going to make a stink out of this. I mean, heavens, I'm about to talk about how much I loved Louis C.K.'s latest act, John. I mean, if you want something to <laughs> get outrageous about uh-huh. here, I mean, I mean, heavens. Like, it, and, you know, if I, was ha- if I was half the man Rocco Rossi was, I mean, that would be something because he is a, a, a great Canadian, a gentleman, Affable guy, fantastic fellow, and, and I have nothing but great things to say about Rocco Rossi. So uh, to, to turn the page on this right away, he, he apologized for it, which he, he didn't even really need to do because people were reading it wrong. But, you know, I'm yawning okay, at it. But no, and I understand that. But I guess there are some folks who uh, want to pick up on this thing as uh, a reason to create uh, an issue. What is the uh, social media fatwa? What's the takeaway from that for you, Dan? (laughs) Well, look, I I have a lot of respect for the Chamber. I have have respect for for Rocco as well. I agree with Anthony. He's a good man, a good Canadian, and uh, doesn't deserve this. Uh, I I will say 
The timing wasn't ideal. Uh, this was uh, the date that the minimum wage in Ontario was set to have been increased to give uh, a lot of working people in this province a raise, a raise they, they deserved and were denied, uh, in part because of uh, work that the business community in this province had done. Uh, now, you know, that's a that's a debate for, you know, a different time and on a different topic. I don't think that this tweet merited the kind of reaction that it got on New Year's Day. Um, and, you know, I, I think it is a bit of a shoulder shrug, the whole thing, uh, particularly the fact that he, you know, tweeted at the one percenter, blah, 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 whatever. But I mean, it was bad champagne he was taking a picture of. It wasn't even it wasn't even good champagne. <laughs> there so, is, I mean, like, yeah. there, there, there's that, too. So I think that he's getting flack on both sides of this issue. Uh, and, you know, he deleted it. He apologized. Who cares? All right. Uh, you know, and I'm pretty much of the same mind. I got to be honest with you. I didn't understand the fuss, but then uh, maybe we're of a different vintage, you and I, Anthony, because the Louis C.K. Uh, comedy routine, that's caused quite a stir. It's now surfaced on YouTube from a set he did back in, uh, two, well, 2018, so long ago, uh, in uh, December in, uh, in on Long Island. I want to play you a part of this because he's actually uh, touching a third rail of sorts in uh, terms of uh, victimhood, and that's the kids at Parkland High School in Florida where the mass shooting took place. This was part of his act. Because you went to a high school where kids got shot? Why does that mean I have to listen to you? How does that make you interesting? You didn't get shot. You pushed some fat kid in the way. And well, there you go. Sparrow, you uh, one time having, uh, you know, spent uh, occasion on the boards doing stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. Are yeah. we now in a no-go zone where uh, certain things are impermissible? I, I think we always have been. There's always been the concept in comedy of, of it being too soon to make a joke about something. At some point, it becomes uh, an opportunity for, for some laughter, perhaps. Um, also, there are certain subjects that are offside um, in, in terms of comedy, and everyone uh, knows what those dark things are. Um, I think, you know, Louis C.K. in his uh, attempts at comedy here, you know, attacked African-Americans and Jews and the LGBTQ and uh, shooting victims. And uh, frankly, he needs an editor and needs to sit down and and write some funny comedy and not just go for the lowest common denominator. So, all right, we're progressing then in terms of sensibility versus regressing, because you can go back 70 years, uh, Lenny Bruce. I mean, these were the similar topics, uh, subject matter, you know, it was uh, a ripe and fertile ground that this guy explored. Uh, probably no less, even more so offensive, I would almost think. Uh, well, back I, in the I, day. I don't disagree. You got Don, <clears throat> Don Rickles, for example, Andrew Dice Clay, Michael Richards. All, all of these folks have had their run-ins with going perhaps just a, a little too far. And I think it ties in back to the Rocco Rossi story on some level is when you're dealing with social media, when you're dealing with the fact that you're going to be recorded, people are going to be able to play things back to a wider audience than you're experimenting with. You need to be careful. You need to pause before you post. And the social media contract of the day is people are going to pick your words apart uh, down to the infinitesimal level. and Well, for better or respond. worse, though, I mean, when you say that's a social media contract, you've got people like Chris Rock and Seinfeld saying they'll no longer play campuses because uh, it's just intolerable. And I, I haven't uh, read Intolerable. <laughs> How do they carry on? Well, I, I know. know. Have you been to U of T lately, Dan? Look, Have like, you been I, to U of T? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I think that uh, what he said is, is it's pretty grotesque. It's pretty gross. I talk about you know victims of school shooting that way. I think it demonstrates how school shootings in America have been such a 
political topic. I mean, think about how people used to talk about Columbine, uh, the victims of, of that of that terrible incident. Uh, we seem not to give the same respect to, uh, to, to the victims of school shootings anymore, and I think that's disappointing. Uh, look, I, I think comedians should push the, the boundaries of, of what is acceptable, and I think that that's part of their job, and audiences will respond accordingly. This, we'll all respond accordingly uh, and, and push back where, where we think it goes too far. I think that's the right sort of approach. At the end of the day, I think Louis C.K. is just looking for us to be talking about him right now. I think he'd be very pleased we're talking about him right now because this is just a crass attempt at a comeback. Uh, and that's all I think this is. Or he's trying to be dangerous, I guess, and maybe uh, reestablish himself in a different way. I, I can't really No, or he got thing. booked at a club and he said, I'm going to come up with a routine. Look what's in the news. I'm going to make these jokes. And, you know, I've, as he even said in the thing, I've not much to lose anymore. So I'm going to say, John, I always, my, my eyes gloss over when there's these scandals about these things because is there not something called the Comedy Central roast? Is there not, you know, all these Joan Rivers routines who I, who I just love? And she talks about, you know, why she makes Holocaust jokes and her, you know, she's lost, she lost tons of family members in the Holocaust. And you think these things exist. We laugh. We love the Donald Trump uh, celebrity roast. They're the most, uh, in, a, in a sense, racist, sexist, homophobic things out there, but we also get the context of the commune. Dan says, oh, have we no respect? Cancer jokes, Holocaust jokes, they're all out there. You just, you know, don't go the next time. And if it's not so good for Louis C.K., cycle it out of your repertoire. You go, okay, maybe this won't make the album. Maybe this won't make the HBO special. I did it at some downmarket club in... Levittown. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and, and that's it. I, I listened to this. Some of it I thought was quite amusing. Others, not so much. All right. So it's important still to have these venues where anything goes. Uh, it's take no prisoners and don't worry about censoring yourself. or uh, It's comedy. A- I have. I can't believe we're trying to set these rules for comedians and novelists. And I mean, it's a dangerous game when you start going after the artists like this. Politicians, business people, go for it. But this stuff... Not on board. All right. Want to come back and sort of pursue that line of thinking as well as uh, other topics worthy of discussion with our panel. Anthony Fury, Dan Moulton, and Dave Sparrow here on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You should address me as there because I identify as a location. And the location is your mother's... Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.